Right here it's 93.7. It's a beautiful day in paradise. We're in Sydney, Redfern, with uh, the awesome evangelist, 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 the Eve's angel list. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Listen, and she's got the word of God. She respects the elders, and we give credit to the elders past, present, and future, and, and the Gadigal tribe that provides this radio station. She's a, a beautiful English lady, and she's got a heart for all nationalities across the world, and colour makes no difference to her. She's gentle, she's gracious, intelligent and challenging. It's what you need. Well, we're going to talk about Christians now. Ain't it grand to be a Christian? Ain't it grand? Ain't it grand to be a Christian? Ain't it grand? On Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Ain't it grand to be a Christian? Ain't it grand? Little higher, bit of hand clapping and knees slapping. Come on, slap that knee there, soon in time. Ain't it grand to be a Christian? Ain't it grand? Ain't it grand to be a Christian? Ain't it grand? On Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Sunday, and it's grand to be a Christian, ain't it grand? It's great to be a Christian every day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, back to Monday for the rest of your life. Because it's eternal life. God gives you eternal life. We get off the earth alive. That's what I was trying to understand. I know, I got here. How do I get off the earth alive soon? I didn't know. I'm trying to figure it out. No one can tell me that I asked. Ain't it grand to be a Christian? Ain't it grand? Ain't it grand? Ain't it grand to be a Christian? Ain't it grand? Ain't it grand? On Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Ain't it grand to be a Christian, ain't it grand? Oh, ain't it grand? <laughs> oh, ain't it grand to be a Christian? Now, we've been doing this series here today, and I've had to borrow, I lost my glasses, so you'll see me swapping the glasses to Suzanne, Suzanne Paulson, all the way. What's your suburb? What's your, what you, when, when you live in England? Suzanne Pillins from Oxfordshire. Oxfordshire. I see, Charlie. Oxfordshire. <laughs> Where the language is precise. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to share. Now, um, what the question that I was going to ask you is, what makes a Christian lifestyle? Following Jesus makes a Christian lifestyle. Awesome! Saying no to evil and walking after righteousness.
righteousness. Yes, no to evil. Yes. And evil being... What? Sin. Yes. Sickness and death are the three curses that came into this world when Adam and Eve chose to disobey God and eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Evil. Mm. Evil. And God created us in love to be free and to walk with him in the cool of the day. Yes. And then he gave us dominion over everything on the earth. And everything that God created is beautiful and good. And he wanted man to enjoy that. There's no sin, no sickness, no death before man sinned. But in order for love to be real, it has to be by free choice. That's why God gave us free choice. And in order for free choice to function, there has to be one thing we're not allowed to do. So God said to Adam and Eve, you may eat of any fruit tree of this garden, except for one tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yes. If you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. Surely die. And Adam and Eve ate of that fruit, disobeying God, and immediately guilt took grip. And when you said he gave us dominion, what does dominion mean? What it does... means control over everything on, on the earth. Control the animals, yes, the fish one. of the sea, the birds yes. of the air, yes. or the vegetables and plants and fruit, everything yes. he gave to man. And we still have control over it, but through the fall of man, all creation fell out of perfection. Mm. It says in the Bible that all creation waits in longing. For the revealing of the sons of man. Disease doesn't just hurt and harm human beings, but every animal is subject to sickness. Yes. Every plant, every yes. tree is subject to sickness. And God said, because of this that you have done in toil and sweat, you shall eat of the ground all the days of your life. So all of a sudden ah. man had to work for a living. Weeding, tending the vegetables, trying to protect the plants from sickness so they'd have something to eat. People have had to suffer through drought, and floods and earthquakes because the whole world came out of balance because of sin. And so a person living without God is living without hope. They say you, you. They say when you die, you're just dead like squashing an ant. You just cease to exist. But the Bible, you know, when you look in the dictionary, even the Oxford Dictionary, it speaks of death, dying, end of physical life, and it also adds want of spiritual everlasting life and if you look yes. up life 
It says living. It says from being born to the time you die. It means enjoying activities peculiar to man and animals. And it also means everlasting life. Everlasting life, yes. Ooh, so this yes. is a worldly dictionary that's speaking the truth. Yes. So without God, how, where are we going? Why are we born? What is life all about? Pointless without God. Yes, and this is why young people are going astray. Because they are taught evolution in the schools. To believe in evolution, you have to believe in at least five miracles. To believe in creation, that God created man, you only have to believe one miracle, that God created Adam and Eve. Now, if a young person is told that they are descended from a monkey... <laughs> How are they going to live? Like animals. Well, even uh, even monkeys wouldn't live like some of the human beings are living. Give a man a brain and he thinks he comes from an ape. <laughs> he thinks he comes from a monkey. It's how, reversed. It's how, everything reversed. Have you ever seen <laughs> a monkey build a house? <laughs> create with his hands. No, a garment, a garment. They are limited. Yes. Human beings are made apart from all creatures. Yes. But also humans are the only ones that know sin. Animals yes. are pure. They only yes. do wrong through cruelty. But if you are not cruel to an animal, they are loving, kind, caring they want to please yes i've worked with horses all my life yes i've never ever met an ugly horse unless they've been made that way through abuse from human beings yes i've never met an ugly dog unless they have been abused by human beings yes and Suzanne, how do we live a Christian lifestyle? There's only one way. Mm. Go to the one and only person in the whole of creation. Past, present and future. That has conquered sin, sickness and death. You know the world is looking for someone to save them. Look at Superman. <laughs> how many people watch Superman? Me, I used to watch Superman. And you know how he died? And a cape and everything from a tea towel. <laughs> he was paralysed. Yes, yes. He died paralysed. He fell off a horse. Yes. He couldn't save himself. No. But Jesus saved himself. Jesus rose from the dead in total and complete victory over sin, sickness and death. 
He is our real Superman sent he by is. heaven. Yes. No Superman yes. could be Jesus. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but the world watches Superman. And these great champions, they want to, they're looking for something. They're searching for something. Only thing, when you accept Jesus, you've got to say no to sin and turn from it. Mythical creatures, mythical gods, the mythical gods of Zeus, mythical. Many. Many, all made up by men as an excuse to do their own naughty things and not to obey God. Or that there are the fallen gods, there's plenty of them. Well now, what difference does living this Christian life um, do for us uh, concerning eternity. That is where we're heading for. Is there life after death? The Bible says there is definitely life after death. Yes. And we have this life to choose where we are going. And when we receive Jesus as Lord and Saviour, the promise of the Bible is heaven. Amen. And if you reject the only Son of God who God sent to die on the cross for our sin and we say we don't need it, the promise of the Bible is you've chosen your way, you've rejected God on this earth, therefore you can live without him for all eternity with the devil and his fallen angels separated from light, love, joy, peace Ooh. and all the fruits of the glorious Holy Spirit to live outside God in utter darkness and with the fruits of evil, hate, unrest, unfaithfulness, hurt, and all the negatives. You know, the Lord showed me some years ago a vision. I was standing outside the earth looking at the earth and above the earth was heaven and in heaven was love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, all the fruits of the Spirit and that beneath the earth was the kingdom of darkness hell, which was the absolute opposite to heaven. And then I saw that the way to hell is sin. You can sin as much as you like if you want to go to hell. But the reward of that is darkness, is hurt, is punishment, is ugliness, and eternal separation from God. Yes. And the way to heaven was through the cross because none of us
can make it to heaven on our own good deeds, because all have fallen short of the glory of God. Each has gone his own way, every one, the Bible says. Therefore, we need a saviour. That is why God had to send his only son, Jesus, the only one that could cancel the agreement that Adam and Eve made with the devil. And that is why John 3.16 says that God loved the world so much that he sent his only son, that those who believe on him shall not die, but shall have everlasting life, because Christ came into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Yes. So God has made a way. He's reversed the curse of Adam and Eve by sending Jesus. Yes. Because only Jesus has conquered sin, sickness and death. So only through Jesus we can receive freedom from sin. Freedom from sickness yes. and freedom from eternal death. Thank and you, I Lord. definitely want that. I definitely want it too. And right anyone there. with good brains would want that. Yes. Because suddenly we know where we're going. Life yes. is a preparation for eternity. Absolutely. It is, it is, it is a preparation for eternity. And you know, most people that are living in sin are miserable. They're, They're alcoholics. They don't want to drink. <laughs> you know, I've been to prison, uh, you know, in the prison ministry. I was out at one ministry, uh, prison ministry, and these were really the worst ones. And I said to them, Why are you here in jail? They said, I don't know. I said, well, did you want to do that wrong thing? I said, no. I said, well, why did you do it? Why did you become an alcoholic or drug addiction which led to crime? Why did you become to a thief? Why did you? I said, they don't know. Why did you do it? I don't know. I said, well, how many of you have been in jail before? And three quarters of the hands go up. So, said, well, this means that if you are let free out of these prison bars, that you might land back here again. Is this correct? They said, yes. So I said, well, do you want to be set free from the prison bars of your heart because it's the prison bars of your heart that are really the bars you need to break free from because if you can break through the prison bars of your heart then the prison bars of this jail will never bring you back here again once you're released do you want that and every hand went up and i gave the christian message 
and every single one of those people received Jesus as Lord and Saviour. And then I began to pray for the sick and Jesus healed them. And then I began to pray against the spirit of thieving, the spirit of drunkenness, the spirit of drug addiction, the spirit of unforgiveness, and a multitude of abuses and hurts of the past that put them into jail in the first place. And people mm. began to manifest and fall to the floor and some of them started to do interesting things on the floor like barking like wolves and hissing like snakes and growling like pigs as demons. Demonic spirits came out of them and all the police came and watched this. They'd never seen anything like it in their lives. And these prisoners got up and began to praise God. Well, we left the prison. We get a phone call a couple of weeks later. Said we need you back at this prison every week. They're all having prayer meetings together. Their prisoners are wonderful to each other. They all know they're going to heaven. There's a total and different feel in this prison. Please come in. Yes. We, we ran Bible schools in some of the prisons. Yes, hallelujah. People have been set free by Jesus. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Well, um, how do you, um, what, how do you ask them to change? How do you do that? How do you do that? What prayer do you pray? What do you do? Simply ask Jesus to forgive your sin. And come in your heart as Lord and Saviour. You see, the world will put you in jail. But God does it a different way, through love. A person stole a horse from me once called George. Oh, no, a, I'm a George. very unreasonable lady. And George is my best horse. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Lord... I don't think there's much use getting the police or the law onto this woman because she is nasty. She's hurt so many people. Yes. How do I get George back? And look, led me to the most difficult scripture in the Bible. If he take your cloak, give him your shirt as well. I said, Lord, how will that get George back? And the Lord said, wait. I had to wait for three whole months. And then the Lord said, today, put 200 pounds and 10 pound notes in a white envelope, get into your horse box and go over, you know where the horse is. I said, yes, I know where the horse is. I drove there, I put the wrap down in anticipation and I went to search for this lady. She was sitting on a straw barrel while her daughter was trotting George in circles. And I sat down next to her and I hand her the white envelope of money and I said, I know you are going to do the right thing today because underneath you are a good lady and you're going to release George for me to take him home today. So here is a gift. She counts the money very slowly. She looks up and she says to her daughter, come here, dismount, hand the reins to Suzanne. We are giving George back to Suzanne today. 
I lead George to the horse box. He nearly pulls me up at the ramp. He's so keen to get in. I tie him up. I put the ramp up and without another word, get in the cab and drive home. <laughs> Next morning, I have a phone call from this lady. She says, I haven't slept a wink all night. Number one, I stole your horse plus saddle and bridle. And for three months, you do absolutely nothing. And then, on top of that, you come and give me a gift of money to release your horse. Now, what made you do this to me? And I said, because God loves you. She said, how can God love me? I'm the worst person I know. I've hurt so many people. And I said, God loves you so much that he sent his only son to die on the cross yes. in your place, to forgive your sin, yes. to heal you, to set you free of all the hurts and rejections and troubles you've been through, to turn you into the person you are today. How can I receive Jesus? I promise you I'll never hurt anyone again. A God that loves me so much. Please, led her through the sinner's prayer. And this lady was absolutely changed. Yes. Because a God of love treats us differently than the world treats us. And if any of you want to receive Jesus as Lord and Saviour, say this prayer with me. Yeah. Lord Jesus, I come to you now. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I want to follow you in truth and righteousness from this time on. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And if you're sick, lay your hand over your hand right now on your pain or sickness. Just say this prayer, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please place your spiritual hand over my hand. Please place your spiritual hand over my hand. And I will be healed. And I will be healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Receive your healing. God Amen. loves you. Can give you sin, heal your bodies, and give you eternal life. Now, start to pray every day. Buy yourself a Bible and read it and find yourself a Bible-believing church. Share with others what you have done. Yes. Yes. That's very exciting. Wow, that's so very exciting. I've gone done with that whiskey. Gone done with that beer. Gone down with that nicotine, gonna get it out of here. Gone down. Gone down today. I'm gone down today. Cause I'm going down that full gospel church, gonna get myself prayed. Yeah, gonna get myself prayed. Gone done with my lying, gone done with my crying, done done with my cheating, gone done with my people and gone done. Gone done today. I'm going down that full gospel church, gonna get myself free. 
Gundan, Gundan, Gundan with that lion, Gundan with that crying, <laughs> Gundan with that cheating, Gundan with that peeping, I fall down on my knees in front of Jesus. Jesus. Oh, that's why we're so free. 